0: They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the
0: most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills Accurate, it's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit healthlock.com today.
1: It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio.
0: Well, that's
2: right.
0: When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, Our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. Understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team, the world is full of new possibilities. And we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHTalent.com. That's LHHTalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHTalent.com.
2: All right, well, suffice it to say that one of the most dreaded subjects that the John and Ken show has encountered over the years made the news big time last night. With The Political, the political website, getting a draft copy of an opinion that's supposed to come out from the United States Supreme Court when it's issued in June. Again, it's a draft, but it appears to overturn the Roe v. Wade decision from 1973 dealing with abortion matters. This has sent the media into
1: a far-flung frenzy. Why is this so important to these people? I... I mean, I don't the, know. I, I have never understood it uh, since I was a little kid. It's like, what is the obsession? For you're talking about a very distasteful subject, right? Really, kind of gross and violent, and you're talking about killing like little fetuses. And the science has explained to us over the years just how early there, there's, there's, uh, you know, heart is beating and there's movement and there's brain activity. What is the passion, the obsession with, with uh, wanting to do it? And screaming bloody murder that people can't do it as late as they wish. I, I really find it a really sick, distasteful part of human nature. Really brings well, out a lot of ugliness in people.
2: I guess if you examine it from the two extremes, one considers it murder, and the other side considers it an invasion into someone's right to control what happens to their body. Well, it's, to give it's, birth. Bo-
1: it, it's both. It's both. So you know, you, you, but but I mean, the idea that you're not killing something—that uh, I, I mean, it is. It's both. Well, um, but and and, it, and it's avoidable. It's it's a hundred percent avoidable. That's what's really weird. Nobody ever has to go through this. But uh, you know something? What what people don't understand about this decision, this potential decision, is it was never ever, anything in the Constitution about abortion. Not one word, nothing that hinted at it, not a veiled reference, nothing indirect, nothing. Okay? It was it was made up by the justices 50 years ago.
2: That's why... And they blew uh, it. Uh, this I'm just reading this Wall Street Journal opinion that came out actually before this leak. This is uh, dated April 26th from the editorial board. But it's basically saying... That after all these years, let's stop with having nine justices decide this issue. Turn it over to the voters, meaning you're going to have states that allow abortion, maybe even late term abortions. You're going to have states that don't want any abortions. And the voters should decide that with the people they put in charge to make the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather that, than have this swaying back and that, forth that, with the U.S. Supreme Court. Because the theory was, well, we want to have a uniform you know, situation with but abortion, the Consti- but that it can't happen.
1: The constitution doesn't permit that. Because it did not discuss abortion and there was never an amendment about abortion, it doesn't exist. The whole concept doesn't exist. It's not the Supreme Court's business. It, it's what we have legislatures for. Or you can have a ballot initiative. It is not for nine judges to either take a right away or give a right that doesn't exist. You right. have no constitutional right to an abortion so you have to create that under law
2: there are 26 states it's estimated that will certain or likely to ban abortion without roe v wade but they write here that means 24 states would allow it including some of the most populous based on an analysis from 2017 on abortions performed in various states the majority of those abortions would remain legal,
1: right? Because because it tends to happen more in the big cities, higher population, and uh, mostly it's poor people too that 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 get these mostly. All right, so it's not going to change. You know, the, the 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 Los Angeles, New York, Chicago—that's where a lot of these abortions are going on anyway. Right. And if it's not in your state, well, hey, you know what? It's an avoidable situation. Part of the Penalty is you're going to have to uh, pay and, and go drive or fly to get it done. And that's, that's the way it is because people in your state do find it abhorrent. They f- do find it uh, just awful, and they don't want to be a part of it. And they don't want tax money being spent on it, and they don't want to see it or hear about it. And, you know, again, take some self-responsibility, and you won't have to worry about it. Most people don't get abortions. Most people never have to deal with this problem. I, I have no idea what the obsession is over this, but it's pretty clear it's not in the Constitution. It's pretty clear judges have no right to create this uh, situation. It, it's just It was just a bad mistake because of political hysteria in 1973.
2: Now, this Wall Street Journal editorial predicted this pretty good. I mean, this is written a week ago. Chief Justice John Roberts, during the oral arguments, this was a case out of Mississippi that prompted this. He tried to find a middle way. He appeared to want to sustain the Mississippi law on grounds it doesn't violate a previous court decision. If he pulls another justice to his side, he could write a plurality opinion that controls in six to three. But if he can't, then Justice Thomas would assign the opinion and the vote would be five to four. I guess as Justice Alito would then get the assignment. And that is actually the draft was written by Justice Alito. And it says... The justices first declare their votes on a case during their private conference after oral argument, but they can change their mind. Chief Justice Roberts did in the Obamacare case in 2012, much to the dismay of the other conservatives. He may be trying to turn another justice now. So that's why I'm saying this may not be over. It may be like five to four right now, and it may be that somebody like Roberts could affect a change before the decision comes out in June I'm just saying it's still possible but either way I think The Wall Street Journal got it right it's time to turn this over to the voters and the states and yes just like everything <laughs> that, else in this country now that's divided with red and blue states
1: well that's how it should the way work. it's going
2: to go with this
1: too we govern ourselves. We 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 should not have nine justices. They were not elected. They're not a legislature. And plus, they turn they,
2: over. There'll be another nine justices right. who could
1: reverse everything back. Their their job is to interpret whether a, a law is uh, constitutional. That that's that's one of their their main you know uh, responsibilities. Is this law passed constitutional? And they've decided that the whole concept of abortion is not in the Constitution. They had no business deciding it 50 years ago. So they're getting out of the business, which is a good thing. All right? So, you know, if you're pro-abortion, you go live in California, okay? We, You know, it's abortion's R.S. here. But, uh, you know, if, if, if the people in, uh, I don't know, in the Midwest and Kansas don't want any part of it, well, that's their freedom, too. Right. And, and, and sit down and stop telling everybody what to do, all right? Let everybody govern themselves. Yeah, I mean,
2: long after as whole California idea. went on to the side of allowing abortion, we still had politicians running on that issue. I mean, in state elections,
1: you, it's but, ridiculous. Do, but does it, does anybody does it change anybody's mind? Anybody's vote? No, no. I mean, I, I I see these advocates on TV, and I really wonder. It's like, how are you getting this exercised over you know killing a baby? Really? This this is what get this is what you go to the barricades for. This is the hill you want to die on. Okay. Well, free country, go ahead. But I, I don't get you. I don't understand you.
2: All right, we got more coming up.
1: John and Ken, KFI. And- All
2: right, a quick heads up. The moist line is returning in just three days. It's already Tuesday. We have those calls on Friday. Right at this very time, you can leave a message on the iHeartRadio app using the talkback feature, the little microphone. Or you can call one eight seven seven moist 86 664 7886 to update a story we did earlier in the show, Missouri has executed an inmate via huh. lethal injection. Right. He is dead. Okay. He murdered an elderly couple. And the unusual thing about this case is he kept getting his death sentence overturned. And he but was funny, a, a U.S. appeals court reinstated it. And today he died.
1: He was the friend of one of their grandchildren. And he used yes, that he to... Yes, he went uh, to the
2: house. He knew they had a safe. So he told the old couple, open up a safe. Then he shot them both in the back of the head where they were lying in their own bed.
1: Yeah. Nice. How about that, huh? No, and it dead. took him, it, uh, in the 90s he did this, right? Yeah. took him that long to kill him? Yeah, because, again, he had this death stupid, sentence overturned stupid, three
2: times. Stupid One time system. it's because he was shackled in court, and that's a no-no. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you know, coming out of this talk about the Supreme Court draft opinion and this idea that we're going to have to accept the fact that we're going to have states— that are going to have politics you might want to live with and states that are going to have politics you can't live with and you have to decide what you're going to put up with because clearly down the road, there's going to be states that permit abortion, maybe even way up through the pregnancy and other states that don't want to permit it at all. It's just going to be the way it is. If that's important to you, go live in a state that matches your abortion perspective. One of the (laughs) other things... Guess what?
1: You can control that yourself. <laughs> you, <can't. laughs> you since, uh, I mean so, clearly
2: you and I disagree with a lot of things the way this state is run right you know oh homelessness yeah. so and so now, now it's going to be taxes and
1: it is so we're going to be a, like an ab- abortion capital and our our tax money is going to be going for this i'm sure
2: yeah, I mean, you always make this decision. The benefits of living where you live, so far to me, they still outweigh all the horrors of California. But that may change. I, I don't know. Abortion's not an issue that's going to affect my living here or not. No,
1: here, no, it's just not going to. It's so. just the, the whole concept is gross. It's one of those things. It's why we almost never talk about it. The whole thing just makes me uh, uh, my stomach upset. I don't want to think about it.
2: And when it comes to the the Democrat big run cities, and this is another example of what I'm talking about. There's a public elementary school in Washington D.C. who gave kids, as young as four, a lesson on anti-racism that asked them to identify racist members of their own family. That is bizarre.
1: One one of the uh, tactics that this um, woke crowd is doing is when 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 po- po- anybody accuses them of forcing critical race theory. Or trying to brainwash the minds of little children uh, and and making white children feel uncomfortable by assigning them guilt over racism. They always say, oh, that's not true. It's exaggerated. No, that's just a conspiracy theory. Disinformation. You've heard all the terms, right? Well, this is absolutely 100% true. They even (laughs) called it the anti-racism fight club. Yeah. And they call it a fist book. I don't know why it's called a fist book. Because it's a
2: fight club. You get it? Anti-racism fight club. So you would have a fist book
1: to help you fight racism. You get it? That's where it came from. You're supposed to take this home and identify the racist members of your family. And they want
2: you to understand. Basically, the philosophy is anybody who's white is racist. They just may not know it. Mm -hmm. If you're a white person, white privilege is something you were born with. It simply means that your life is not more difficult due to the color of your skin. Put differently, it's not your fault for having white privilege, but it is your fault if you choose to ignore it.
1: So so it's That's a, in the Fist book. It's a really a real public elementary school. It's the Jani Elementary School. Uh, it's for pre-K through third grade. Uh, the anti-racism fight club presentation was some whack job named Doyan Richards. And uh We uh, she writes uh, in her presentation, we recognize any time we engage in topics such as race and equity, we may experience a variety of emotions. This is a normal part of learning and the growing process. And um, white people are part of a society that benefits them in almost every instance. It's as if white people walk around with an invisible force field because they hold all the power in America. If you're a white person, white privilege is something you were born with. And it simply means your life is not more difficult due to the color of your skin. Put differently, it's not your fault for having white privilege. But if it's your fault, for if you choose to ignore it, this is what they teach four-year-olds.
2: This one bothered me. What does racism look like? It's a little cartoon drawing. And the first example is overt. And the uh, illustration is displays of over-the-top hatred for BIPOC which again stands for what, John? Black indigenous people Uh, of color? People of
1: color, yeah. It's one of those invented... And it's a guy
2: with his arms folded. It's a white guy. He looks like he's wearing cool sunglasses, I can't tell, with spiky hair. I don't like black people. Okay, then you go to the next feature, and it says subtle. People who try to ignore or deflect racial conversations to avoid feeling uncomfortable. And this time it's a girl with her hands on her hips. It's a white girl. Why does everything have to be about race? Can we talk about something else?
1: This is fascinating. Is that, that's subtle racism. No, no. What it is, it's, it's subtle. It, it, it's not subtle. It's forcing you against your will to talk about something you don't want to talk about. You not only have freedom of speech in this country, you also have freedom of no speech. You don't have to be interested in other people's issues. <laughs> you don't have to have a take, an opinion on everything going on in the world. If you decide you don't want to talk about something because it makes you uncomfortable or you just don't care, you have the freedom to do that. And here, they're giving from kindergarten, pre-K through third grade. It's like, oh, no, no, no. You can't not speak about this. We're going to make you speak about this. And if you refuse to speak about it, ah, it looks like you're racist, huh? You're racist. You don't want to talk about it. Under a section
2: titled, How to Deal with Racism from Loved Ones. The book teaches children that just because someone is older than you doesn't mean they're right all the time. If someone doesn't believe that people should be treated equally based on the color of their skin, then they are the problem. Parents need to stop making excuses for that behavior if they truly believe in anti-racism. Who in your family has racist beliefs? Do you think you can change their ways? What is your strategy so, for dealing
1: with so they So want, they want a four-year-old to come in. And do an analysis of mom and dad and older brother and sister and grandpa. Yeah. And then what? Report back to the school? Yeah, I, I, think, my, I think my dad is like a little bit. Ra- I think my dad's a little bit racist. You know, I, I went through a questionnaire with him and I, you know, I, he didn't score particularly well. You know, should should I report him? I, 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 what kind this? This is ridiculous.
2: Racism is as American as apple pie and baseball. As a matter of fact, it'd be difficult to find one facet of our society where racism does not exist.
1: It also says if the police don't murder citizens without penalty, then the riots and looting don't happen. Your feelings about Colin Kaepernick serve as a great barometer of how you'd feel about Dr. King. If you hate Kaepernick now, then you would have hated Dr. King if he was alive today. And you know what's funny? 50 years from now, white people will probably talk glowingly of Kaepernick as they do with King now. Stop using his quotes to benefit your racism.
2: I suppose that people that feel like this and write this Fist book would analyze what we were talking about a lot recently quite differently. And that was that story that came out a week or so ago that uh, black-on-black crime, particularly murder, is really way up in big cities. And you and I looked at that and said, you see... That's why you do need the police. You do need some sort of law and order. You do need Mo- some sort of... enforcement. Their, their response would probably be, that was racism too.
1: Most black people believe we need the police. To, they do. To, right. to I'm it. just talking about this crowd. Uh, well, I, right. Because they're... they're who they're, I think are often the white people actually behind oh, this. Oh, Mainly? It's uh, wealthier white liberal women. Yeah, usually actually, it is. is the larger contingent. In fact, there was a fascinating story about this: how these uh, wealthier white women are way to the left of most black voters. <laughs> about twenty percent of black voters identify themselves as conservative. About forty percent moderate. They have voted Democratic historically because historically the Democrats were involved with the civil rights movement, right? Right. And so they feel a historical bond to the Democrats dating back to the 1960s. But in their actual politics, the way they live their life, they're moderate to conservative, just like most white people are. Uh, and and even most liberal people are not progressive whack jobs. This is the fringe of the fringe of the fringe here. But they've infiltrated all the power centers, all the institutions in America. And so we get this relentless beating over the head of race and gender issues, race and gender, race and gender, every. Possible permutation, and I, I'm like just completely fed up with hearing about it. I don't want to debate it. I don't want to discuss it. I want to hear about it. Well, then Not you're subtly racist. You, you know what? They can call me anything they want. Part of the freedom in this life is I don't have to talk about stuff. I don't have to listen to stuff if I want. If I don't want to. And you have the freedom to call me every name you want, but you know you don't have to play along with this. All
2: right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, well, I'm kind of fascinated. By this story of the uh, Alabama murderer who appears to be on the run with a corrections officer that helped him escape, this reminds me of like a Lifetime movie or something. Did you see like the video
1: it. of what? Of 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 the two of them escaping the jail in the car? You mean? Yeah, yeah uh, uh, Walking out of the uh, the door of the jail. It's it's on it's on the top of the Daily Mail.
2: Well, I thought they got into a car and they supposedly were driving no, but, into an appointment.
1: But uh, you could see them. Coming out of the jail as they sneak right. out, it says right, well, you know,
2: that was her cover. She was going to take him to some well,
1: appointment. She was caught in a security camera creeping out of Lauderdale County Jail with uh, Casey White. And um, she held the door for him. He was still wearing handcuffs and they got into the black car and sped off.
2: Yeah, but her it, name is Vicki White. They are not related. She was the Lauderdale County Assistant Director of Corrections. She And they have confirmed today. That based on their interview with inmates and others at the prison, these two did have quote a special relationship. How do you oh, want to interpret that?
1: Well, uh, she's uh, fifty-six. Yeah, he's a little bit young. He's right? thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, so he, he was using her to get out. Yeah, she's not particularly attractive.
2: No. Although she she's has a widow. blonde hair. Uh, yeah. And I. She said, was near retirement. Supposedly, she was buying a home near the beach for her retirement. God, this happened. Remember.
1: With the woman? was Yeah, it, the it, woman in upstate, upstate New York. Upstate New York, right?
2: She was a seamstress? That's what I remember. Yes, remembered.
1: yes. She was a seamstress at the jail, and she was... And she helped the guy escape. <laughs> right? Helped the guy escape, yeah.
2: They caught them, though. They both lived.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: I feel worse about this one, and I'm going to tell you why. This is a murderer. I think he was a murderer, too, in New York, but we're learning more details about Casey Cole White. Six foot nine, nearly 300 pounds. This is a massive, large person who in his most recent mugshot went with a big bald head. He used to have a big beard, but he shaved it all off. Um, Here's his background. He was actually already serving a sentence for murdering a 58-year-old woman in a home robbery, a 75-year sentence with an armed home invasion. He confessed to killing uh, a woman by the name of Connie Ridgway, who was 59 years old. He killed her in October of 2015. Um, but he also was, uh, arrested for trying to kill his ex-girlfriend. And the update on the story is according to relatives of her, that he has vowed that if he ever gets out of prison, he'd kill her. He said this in 2015, he stated he wanted to kill her and have police kill him. His only regret was that neither was successful but he
1: stated if he was ever released, he would kill the victim. Well, she is going public, not by name, and says if she's telling Casey White or Vicky White, Vicky White, the woman, if you're still alive, get the hell out. Run. Yep. Uh, Here's what happened. Warning that she's disposable to the killer, that she, he had manipulated her, the girlfriend, and you better get help before you lose your life or someone else does. This is what he did to the ex-girlfriend
2: and uh, Deborah Marr, cover your ears. Mm -hmm. Okay. He busted into a home armed with two pistols. He encountered two men, ordered them to lie down on the ground at gunpoint, then turned his attention to his ex-girlfriend who ran and he fired so many shots, they found bullet holes all over the hallway. There were two young children hiding in the basement who survived, but he shot a dog dead in the hallway. God.
1: And then two months yeah. earlier, he had also murdered this woman, and, Connie Ridgeway. And, and this Vicky White falls in love with him in jail, and helps him escape. So like, don't go. All to those I can jails, say devil. is
2: loneliness probably drove her don't, to this relationship. And don't go talking to those prisoners. I'm married. They really don't believe now that she was taken against her will. That she was a well. There's a warrant out for her too, for the uh, corrections officer Vicky White. So, um. But whether where they are and whether or not she's still alive would be my concern because if he's really hell bent on going back to kill the ex-girlfriend, I doubt she'd be a part of that. Do guys ever fall in love with female prisoners? Um, I don't remember a case like that. You mean male prison guards
1: ma- falling ma- in love with female inmates? Is that what you're yeah, asking? Yeah, or any yeah anybody. I'm sure that's a- any male falling in love with a female prisoner. Oh,
2: you mean writing like a love letter to a sure. woman that's in yeah. prison for some? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Manson and all those women, did some men write to them and were they interested in them? Remember all the <laughs> Manson don't, girls? I don't remember a case like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so there's been no reported updates on any sightings of them. I mean, how do you hide a six foot nine guy with a big bald head and a menacing look? Uh, I don't know. And a little blonde woman who's actually... 15 years older than didn't, him or Didn't the
1: New York couple of years ago, didn't they end up in the woods somewhere? Oh, my gosh.
2: He's got a Nazi SS symbol on his <laughs> right arm. Yeah, really. There's a Confederate flag.
1: How could you not fall in love with him? A Confederate flag and a Nazi symbol. Yeah, he's, he's really got <laughs> well, it all going. Here. There you go. <laughs> is, is this the loneliest woman that ever lived? They're you're down. A- you're down to a shaven-headed prisoner who kills people with a Nazi symbol and a Confederate flag. She and- saw
2: another side of him by talking to him in prison. Wow. right?
1: Yeah, she, she developed a special of- relationship yes, with him. Yes, yes, that 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 side that he uses to manipulate people into his uh, world.
2: Everybody's it's in acting. shock because Vicky White was exemplary. She yeah. never had any discipline problems. They're stunned that she would do this.
1: Yeah, That's why at first they thought she might have been taken me. against her will. Having too clean a life creates frustrations. Oh, but
2: you're the guy that always believes when somebody has a dirty life, they're always going to be dirty, and uh, there's probably things they did that we don't that, know about. That and too. Now, <laughs> so. That too. Well, how do you be in between? You, you commit a, sm- a few small uh,
1: infractions. <laughs> you got to You, you of... got to screw around a little bit. You do. How do we win with your record? You know,
0: there's no <laughs> winning.
1: Huh? Oh no, yeah. No, First of all, no there's winning. no winning. No, you know the reason why people have midlife crises because they didn't have enough fun when they were 20 years old. That's why. And oh, then they get regretful. Is? Yes. Oh okay. Yeah. The more the more you didn't do, like, like if you were 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 just checked all the boxes. On the straight and narrow path, did everything right. Then you turn to be 45, and you realize, boy, that really wasn't worth it. This, this, is that all there is? You have that. Is that all there is? moment moment, and you didn't have enough fun. And then you go out and you start. Uh,
2: what are you trying to say about Goody Two Shoes,
1: Deborah Mark? Huh? <laughs> Well, I I don't know about her dark side.
0: I don't have a dark side. <laughs> oh, yeah, you
1: do.
0: Well, I never uh, smoked pot, and I do eat edibles now to help me chill so, or help yep. me sleep. So right. there there you go. Right. That, that's my midlife crisis, and, yeah, Eric.
1: and she eats French fries. You don't smoke pot, but you eat edibles. That just doesn't make sense.
2: It made perfect sense <laughs> to me. That's why I said it.
1: Is that it, just the edibles? That's the only thing?
0: That's it. Okay. Yeah. S-
1: so you didn't inhale?
0: No, I never did.
1: She just chews. <laughs> <laughs> <Oy vey. laughs> all right, Vay. True story. More coming up.
2: John and Ken show- Well, we had mentioned earlier in the show that uh, LA homicides are still running at an incredible pace, not seen in many years, like 16 years. Ooh, not as bad as the 90s, but still worse than 16 years ago. Anyway, we add this to the pile. Apparently, uh, they're investigating a crime in downtown LA. Oh, come on, Fox Eleven. A woman experiencing homelessness. Not a homeless
1: woman. Because that describes her too He's experiencing. That is such I mean, that is such a ridiculous construction. Well, I, I'm, I'm not a person who experiences my house when I go home. You're, you're experiencing housing, I uh, uh, do, do I experience my car when I drive? Uh, She's am I accused experiencing... of setting a man
2: on fire overnight is the big story. Well, there you go. This is at the old bus stop. Of course, it's 1 a.m. I wouldn't stand at a bus stop at 1 a.m. in downtown LA. No, because but someone will set you on fire. I don't even fire. know much about the victim, but he was walking down the street, and he crossed paths with this woman who threw a liquid substance at him and then used a lighter to set him on fire. Jeez. Wow. Wow. How do they know for sure it's a homeless woman? Because they now think that they didn't know each other and they did not exchange words. Oh, that's really scary. He was rushed to the hospital by ambulance with second and third degree burns. It's a white woman with blonde hair around 40 years old, they say,
1: that did this.
2: But if they're describing her as unhoused, there must be something unhoused. they saw in surveillance.
1: <laughs> well, she was walking no, down didn't. the street. Of course she was unhoused. Can't walk around with a house over your head. And the weirdest crime
2: we've seen in a long time has become a crime. Down in Louisiana, we mentioned this story last week. There was a apparently a severely autistic woman, only 36 years old, who literally spent 12 years on the family couch. She could not get off the couch. So her parents in their 60s hired some sort of caregivers, but there wasn't much care. This woman, Lacey Ellen Fletcher, fused to the sofa she, and passed away.
1: She rotted into the sofa. melted into it. partially
2: submerged in a hole in the couch when they found her. She was sitting upright, but she kind of had just fused into the sofa. So her body got kind of attached into the fabric.
1: She was uh, emaciated and just partially naked. Well, because she was sitting on that couch so long, it wore a hole into the fabric. So they and have charges a second-degree murder. Oh my God! She, she had she had feces all over her. Yes. And, and and her hair was filled with maggots.
2: She didn't leave the couch for twelve years. That's where she went to the bathroom. Oh
1: Jesus! Right. Everything she, happened there. So she had, apparently she wasn't fed much. So what kind of brain disease did the parents have? She was severely autistic. What were they? What was going on in their heads?
2: They're actually saying she was fused to the couch by her own excrement? Yeah. So her poop created the...
1: Kind of a glue.
2: <laughs> she used the right word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a glue.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't know how yeah. to even... I, I, I mean, I've just never heard of this. Like, I didn't know but that But because was she's an adult, are they really
2: neglectful? Or I guess because she's autistic, they had to... Deter-
1: yeah, I mean, it seems like she's severely disabled. So yeah, I guess that would. Uh,
2: yeah, she had right. a fear they of leaving. The- yeah, she had a fear of just not leaving the couch. She couldn't that, leave the couch.
1: They got to find some crime to charge them with. All right, we got. Uh, wow. Both of them here. Yeah, Conway and Thompson. No, ding dong with you. Right. Come on now. Let's go. The comedy team of Conway and Thompson. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you Conway what twice for a comedy All
3: right. team. All right, what do we got there tonight? Nothing, huh? Okay. All right, Mark Thompson's here. I'm um, gonna
1: come up with something. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not
3: gonna go too much with the abortion crap because oh, no, no. ultimately nobody cares. No, uh, you know, no one's gonna change their opinion listening to me or Mark. No. All right, so, we're not going to kill everybody with that. Uh, Amazon's a major, a major SoCal expansion, including a thousand jobs right in Santa Monica, right? Wow. But you can only take five days uh, sick from uh, COVID. You can only call in five oh, days a year yeah. with COVID. And, and they're not going to tell the other employees if you have it or not.
1: No, that's a
3: nice touch. <laughs> that's that is the company policy. Is yeah. that unbelievable? Yeah, I know right? you, can't, uh, you can't go to the bathroom. Right for like uh, twelve hours at a time. Isn't that the way it works? <laughs> exactly. They have a pretty strict uh, yeah. kind of thing. Pump uh, out. There's a new fifty million dollar program uh, offering free internet service to thousands of LAUSD families. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, get those uh, kids on that internet. And Florida is at least affordable <laughs> place. The least affordable place in the United States to live is. Florida. Florida, yep, uh-huh. the least affordable place to live in the United States. All right,
1: I that's, don't believe that. That's what he says is on the show. Right now, yeah. he'll actually do right. uh, yeah, right. that will be on the show. There's none of that on the show.
3: Look, they just give me this crap. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm seeing it for the first time. <laughs> we'll have we'll we'll have fun otherwise. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, what can you do?
1: <laughs> hey, you get through it every night. That's right. It's, it's yeah, that's amazing. Right. Hey, he's we, number one. You know, hey, whatever
3: he's hey, doing, he got to keep doing it. Look at that. Yeah. 12, 12 endorsements. That's money, Walk baby. Look at that. That's yeah, money. Anybody yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. else is, on the station s- got 12? Somebody's yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, No, no. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. That's why there's a bouncing in step. Had a bounce, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I I a bounce house at the house. I think yeah. it's in step. Yeah. Yeah, I know. All
1: right, very good. I, I love Conway, it. Conway, Thompson. We're
3: excited. We're
1: very excited. Let's roll. d 2 Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money?
2: Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted
1: name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to
2: chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173.
1: Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com.